This is the Sold School Podcast, Episode 3. Today, we are going to be talking about things realtors must do this year to crush it. Five in particular. And don't forget to stick around to the end because we're going to give you a few more nuggets on top of those five that you can use to crush your business in 2022. I'm your host, Will Mansour. I'm here with my co-host, Sean Getty. What's up, Sean? What's up? I'm ready to get into this, brother. I'm really enjoying the podcast. I'm glad you guys are sticking around. Uh, we're going to be bringing on some really high rollers here to uh, interview and talk to about their business that can help you with your business. So make sure you tune in for that. we got a pretty sick schedule coming up. Uh, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So what are the top five things that realtors need to do in 2022 to crush it? Uh, I think the best way for us to explain this to our listeners, Sean, is to maybe count down rather than count up. Let's just change it up for a little bit. Um, so my number five, and uh, I want to know if you attest to this, is to outsource everything. Don't trade your time for money. I really think that's, and that, listen, I am really bad at that because I really love doing shit. Uh, and for me, like getting a virtual assistant and, and just, you know, getting, just outsourcing somebody to install your signposts or, and put up your signs. Like, would you agree that would be a good thing to do to free up your time? Oh God, like a million percent. And um, it's kind of like what I heard you say, like, you know, the top five things and they count down from five. Um, one thing that I was reading a book from Tim Grover, and yes, I know I read a book. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, have, have you read Winning from Tim Grover? Yeah. Right? And like his lists, uh, he doesn't have a number from them. Everything is number one because they're all equally important. And I think this, this list of five that we have here, I think every one is one because no one of these is really more important than the other. They're all going to dramatically impact your business. 100%. Yeah. Even though we said five, we could say one. <laughs> five. But, Outsource but, uh, your business. Sorry? I said five, outsource your business. Five, outsource your business. Five, one. Yeah, I would say um, that was one of the biggest things for me when I started too. And I didn't want to not outsource because I didn't like doing the things or I need to be hands-on. I'm not that person, but uh, I didn't have any money. And I was really afraid to put somebody on a salary or, or pay somebody because I'm like, I didn't even got money myself. Yeah. But what happens, uh, you can find all types of people, like there's people from the Philippines and everything that work for super cheap by the hour or people that are trained here locally uh, that work for like relatively cheap every 15 minutes, every hour kind of thing. And it's not even the, the time that you're saving, but it's the mental energy that you're saving of not doing your own paperwork, of getting stuff done while you can be out busy handling the million other things that we have to do. Same thing with signs. I had a guy on my team that his big thing is like, he's like, I would never pay someone to put on my signs. Like I put out all my signs. I'm like, well, now you're on my team, so I pay. And I need you doing things that produce more of those signs, not the signs. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no, and, and listen, man, it's not like we live in warm climates. Who the hell wants to be out in minus 30 hammering a sign into ice cold ground? Like, let the pros do that. It's 30 bucks well spent on a listing. It's nothing, you know? And it's sim similarly, like there's agents out there that, still take their own photos like that's insane to me this, you know this, this is what i was like exactly about to talk about so this this guy um 
before meeting me, he was in real estate for like five, six years, something like that. And I think his, his best year might've been 80 grand, but he was like a $50,000 a year agent. So not really making a great living, right? Yeah. in this business. And, um, you know, now I don't know what the exact income was when he finished it last year, but I was kind of doing the math myself. And it was around a quarter million dollars he made after a year working with me from call it 40, 50,000 a year, right? So it's a five times increase. And besides consistency and discipline, all those kind of things and learning the proper strategies and techniques, I think one of the biggest factors in his success was having more time to do the things that matter for your business. Cause he was doing his own photos, doing his own signs, doing his own everything. And I was telling him like, dude, like when you factor in the pictures, that's two, three hours minimum, like minimum, minimum, the signs like an hour, two hours, once you drive out there, pound it in, drive back. Plus it's in the middle of your day. You're kind of wrecking your day and everything. And I'm like, yeah, you, you can pay people like very minimal amount of money compared to getting another deal. Yeah, no, I listen, <laughs> you know, and now I'm finding ways uh, to do other things to source out like, you know, not, not only like as a team lead, I actually pay for ads and I get leads and then I share the leads with people on the team and they go out and they do the buys and the sells and I collect a percentage and they get the experience and the work and we both win. Right. So there's a number of different ways to outsource your business. Um, and that there, I mean, just do it because you're trading time for money. Remember that you're trading time for money. That's super important. We all have the same amount of hours in a day. So if you're going to trade that uh, for money, uh, then boy, you are fighting an uphill battle. Okay. So that's number five, one. And the, uh, for those of you, five is one. Okay. And number four, video, reels, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, man, this one's huge. And if you're not on video right now and doing video and reels, man, you, you got to get on this bus because it will humanize you with your audience and they will be able to align themselves with you, especially if what you're posting aligns with them. So let's talk about that. That number four, that's a big, massive one that you and I have been doing forever, but we weren't good at it from the beginning, right? No, not at all. Yeah. Flabby, flabby muscle that we've been working every day. <laughs> you got to work them out, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, video uh, video isn't even key anymore. If you're not doing it, you're out of the game at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're out of the game if you ain't doing video. Yeah. And um, people are still afraid to put their picture up. Like I'll go on some realtors' uh, Facebook pages, Instagram pages, and I, I don't even know what they look like. I'm like, oh man, like you're so far behind. You're going to be irrelevant soon. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be irrelevant. Yeah. Good point, man. And you know, you're out to talk about. Yeah, exactly. I think what a lot of people struggle with, and we help a lot of people in our group with this that are really struggling with video and we've talked to them and they're like, oh, I don't like to be on video. And they're, you know, you're your own worst critic, right? So there's been times where I've said to people, hey, you got something to say to me? Send me a video text. I don't want you typing anything in black and white send me a text on video and uh, I'll answer it. Otherwise I'm not answering it. And uh, you know, or I remember this a long time ago, we were doing our fireside chats during COVID yeah. and uh, there was a girl that is in Calgary. I'll give her a little plug here, Giselle Wilson. And uh, she's a Remax agent. She's a great gal. And she was like terrified. We were talking about video. This is in 2020. And she's yeah. like, I've never done video before. And I said, that's it. 
you're going to get off of this call and you're going to go do a video and you're going to post it. You're going to call out Sean and I and blah, 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 and everything else. And she did it right away. And I watch her now and she's introducing properties. She's doing, and listen, I'm not taking credit for any of this and I'm, I'm sure you're not either. But sometimes my point is, is that if you're really fearful of that, you just need a little shove like Giselle got and, and many others that we've worked with. And, and man, it's, it's cool to see, but if you're not doing it, man, you're irrelevant. You can't humanize yourself on social. Oh, hundred percent. It, it has to be that way. And I think too, um, we talked about this a little bit the last few weeks. It's also a bit of a double-edged sword. So not to tell people not to be doing video, obviously we want to encourage people, um, but be careful with the type of content that you're putting out because you can also look like an idiot and an asshole yeah. <laughs> when you're out there. So like I see some of these guys, uh, for example, all they do is reels. That's it. And we had a guy in our group, remember John, right? All he did was reels. That's it. Real, 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 or TikTok type videos. And I remember when I first met him and we first started working together, I'm like, man, like these are awesome. Like this is cool. And then like a month went by, I'm like, yo, dude, are you gonna post anything with value? He's like, no, just these reels. I'm like, well, how much business are you getting? He's like, well, none yet. I'm like, well, none yet is forever. Yeah. <laughs> I go, you got to convert this, right? So, um, and that's another guy, same thing. Another example where we were able to 5X his income. That's two. Yeah. Actually, we were able to 5X these guys' incomes. And um, yeah, it was about doing social media properly, right? So uh, if you, big thing here, I'll circle back. You know me, Will. I'm always doing my big circles. <laughs> Love it. But if you don't know the topic that you're talking about, totally fine. Write a blog about it. I can't stress this enough. You hear this from me all the time, right? Yeah. Write a blog because that will help you become a teacher of the topic. And once you can teach it, then you can communicate it properly when you go to post it on your video. And you're not like, ooh, uh, um, e, we call it um, old McDonald, you know, the farmer. E-I-E-I-O, yeah. right? Like we don't, we don't want, we don't, we don't want fucking old McDonald out here. We want you to be able to communicate properly. Yeah, that goes with everything. Like you're not, you're not wrong, man. Even like if you are into reading books, I find that if I read a book, yeah, and I, yeah, you do a book report, but what's even better is if you partner up with somebody and read that book together and then discuss that book, it's crazy. You can read a book of 300 plus pages and retain all that information and it's in your head and then it's you know it's there you know you understood it you read it but you're not physically using it mentally either until you actually start talking about it more which and the more and more you talk about it the more and more you become an expert on it right which makes it easier to talk about just like what we do which brings me to number three or one which is content right this is a nice segue into content like it, you, what you said was amazing. Like, it doesn't matter. You can, your ladder could be leaning against the wrong wall, right? Just because you're doing shit doesn't mean you're doing it right. And so you got to make sure that the content you're putting out there is going to distribute value to your audience. Okay. That's super important. And if you're not distributing value and you're distributing crap, you're going to have zero deals like our friend did who doesn't have zero deals anymore, by the way. <laughs> so when you're talking about content and more of it, um, it's going to give you more exposure, which is going to keep you top of mind. What are we talking about content wise? For, for when we're talking about real estate. So you want to do things to do different styles. 
So you want to do stuff for your algorithm. So that's posting the five things that we talk about for algorithm boosts, food, fitness, inspiration, motivation, memes, and um, pets. Pets. Right. So <laughs> yeah, me and you. <laughs> uh, we're, not the pets. we're not the pets. We have pets. We're the pets, but we have the pets. We have, yeah. we have the same dog, but different dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Same car too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Weird. Did you get it? Did you get <laughs> February 7th. It's the new launch date. Let's go. Let's go. Anyways, content. Yeah. So um, you need to post things that are going to keep your algorithm high. But then when you're posting real estate, you need to be posting value-based real estate. So stuff that your audience can digest and not only just digest, but you want to teach your audience to be uh, an actionable audience. So uh, for example, we're talking about here, like a really good one that everybody could use is uh, I, I was talking with my client. Okay. So that's how you want to start these posts. So I was just talking with one of my buyers. I was just talking with one of my sellers. I was just talking with one of my investor clients, whatever. And then this is what they asked. And then you respond with, this is how I replied. And what happens is you're going to train your audience to ask you questions when they have a question. So what happens is there's an intent and action, right? There's a call to action behind your post instead of you just post in real estate, right? That's, yeah. not, that's not helpful for your business. Value. Yeah. And you know, a good way to do that, a little pro tip is always have your notes phone open on your phone, uh, your notes app, sorry, open on your phone. And I'm always putting questions in there that I get asked. Every time somebody asks me a question, I write it down in my notes app on my phone and uh, I can revert back to it later. I also have a journal that I keep that's called social media and it's for content purposes only. And the last pro tip is get a recorder app on your phone that you can record messages in or voice memos. And if you are driving in your mobile university, your car, and you're listening to whatever it is, an audiobook, clubhouse, whatever, always have that open because if something comes up, or one of our reels, if something comes up that's of value to you, uh, you can rip off and duplicate it in your own words. And there's tons of content out there, but content is king. And you got to make sure that the content you are posting is relevant and of value to your audience, right? I mean, shit. And, and controversial too. I mean, who doesn't love controversial stuff? It engages comments and comments creates activity and activity boosts you up. So no content is bad content, but make sure it's relevant and it distributes value, right? Yeah, well, to, to a point, I just want to talk, like there's one caveat there. Um, so whenever we're doing any kind of prospecting activity, right, we're always thinking about what's the intent and the ROI every time, okay? So now if we're posting, every single post you need to think about is a small business plan, right? Just a tiny, tiny one, right? You don't have to spend all day. But if the intent is to gain business or gain traction, and the return on your investment is DMs about real estate or about doing deals. How do we do that? Now, what you want to be careful of is posting shit about clients, right? Oh, I see yeah. this so often. Realtors making fun of clients and then expecting the DMs. Brutal. There's a few people that do this really, really well, like Matt Leonati and those guys, where they've, they've built their business from this, but that's their character. That's not them. And because their whole, um, their whole profile is that character, you could tell that that's, that's an act, clearly, yeah. right? And they're gaining business from it and amazing and good for them. Yeah. But if you throw like the random, making fun of a customer, you just look like an asshole to somebody because you're like, if I work with this guy, that's what he really thinks about me? 
or she thinks about me and you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. So yes, it's okay to do lighthearted stuff and make jokes, but if you're going to sit there and make fun of your audience and then expect for them to work with you, good luck. Yeah, those are, uh, that's yeah, a big luck. Sorry. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, listen, what goes around comes around and you want to be a good person. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be posting about stuff with clients online. That's just my two cents. Um, <clears throat> unless it's a very positive experience that happened that you want to share uh, where you uh, took somebody from nothing and made them into something and uh, got them into the market when they wouldn't have been otherwise. That's a pretty totally. cool. Thing, right. Okay. Yeah, number number two, I'm going to say the last one, because this is the last one's your baby. But uh, Number two uh, is if you're not doing this already, guys, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's automation. Okay. And what I mean by automation is smart campaigns, newsletters, search alerts, uh, you know, having your schedule automated and the back end of your business automated so that you are not trading time for money. And so, for example, we use a software platform called KV Core. It's included in our monthly fees. Thank God. Otherwise, We'd be paying 500 bucks US a month for it. It's a ridiculous, disgusting lead gen tool. I always say this too, like 99% of agents use 1% of their CRM. Like I was guilty of that before. And luckily for me and, and, and all kinds of other people in our, in our collaboration group, I just remember me, I just eat, sleep and drink KV Core for two months. I, remember that. I know it inside out now. It's, it's ridiculous. And so... Um, I had the time to do that though, because I wasn't allowed out of my house. I was on lockdown. I wouldn't be doing that now. So, but anyways, having your system automated to touch your sphere and your cold leads while you're doing other stuff is huge. Like, you know, it's just like having, it's instead of somebody else putting your sign in uh, like that scenario, you have your CRM doing the work for you while you sleep. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like what's funny is like my, I'm, I'm the one percenter for sure. Nine, I don't know 99% of KV core, but I do have it set up to um, uh, a point where like when someone comes on the website, the website will talk to them as if it's me and then I can pick it up. Right. And um, yeah, it's funny just the other the, three weeks ago. Right. And like, what's funny is I, I don't check in enough as, as much as I should on my KV core, but randomly like, you know, let me check in. And I looked and someone that day, they'd be talking, they've been talking to the robot, right? They'd be talking to my CRM for a couple of days. And their last message is we're coming to town on Friday and we want to book a bunch of showings. Can you book for us? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and, uh, and the, the, the CRM got it to that point with, they yeah. thought they were talking to, to me, but they weren't. And they came out on Friday and, uh, on Sunday we wrote a deal for $1.2 million. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten deals from my CRM uh, as well. And uh, I never got them before. And, you know, I took it a step further, as you know, is I, I build and test and retarget all of our smart campaigns and share them within the group and show people how to set them up so that they can do the same thing that I've been doing. I actually am going to from, from paid online leads, not non not unpaid, but paid uh, I'm going to uh, collect over 150 in GCI this year, which is crazy. And I know I mentioned this on the last podcast, but it's already just campaigns though. You, you're making just the campaigns. You're making way more than 150. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 
So just to make sure we, we, we clear that up. Yeah. Hey, no, this is a bucket. No, no, this is just one of my 10 buckets of income. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 150,000 GCI. Not, no offense to anybody in that range, but you, you shouldn't be teaching. Yeah, you shouldn't be teaching. No, 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 no. It's uh, we won't go into production now, but that's another story. But but I'm saying like having your figuring out ways to have your business automated is definitely the way to go forward. You're trading time for money. Now, let me be clear. I'm not saying you do nothing and just delegate and put everything out to everybody else while you sit on your ass all day. No, you have your own priorities that you need to schedule and this will free up time so you can prevent prevent more pre present sorry more focus on your priorities whether it's investing in the people that you work with to make them better or spending time with more buyers or sellers in this market mostly mostly buyers not sellers but what i'm saying is that if you can automate your business like you your business is really not automated uh like you would want it to be and look what happened and you weren't even trying okay yeah imagine if you were trying like Man, there's uh, there's there's a lot of potential there. So number two is automating your business. Make sure it's automated. You all have the tools, right? It's just whether or not you want to do it. Well, I'd say automate from your website for sure. Yeah, I would recommend not automating your social media. No, no. social media. It has to be you communicating. I hear this so many times from people too. They're like, "Well, oh, I'll just hire a social media manager. Hire hire a person with the DMs." The thing is, is in that particular case, because you're no like and trust, right? You're, you're putting the no like and trust factor out in your posts. Mm -hmm. When they show up in the DMs, they need to be talking to you. You can compete. Yeah. 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 They shouldn't be talking to, to someone you hired for $5 an hour in the Philippines or. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan when I, when somebody DMs me and I DM them back and an automated message comes back, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm not talking to a bot. Sorry. I got, I got one today. I was furious. One of the guys in our line, right? And uh, you know, like we're always trying our best for people, and I'm always reaching out to the ones that I I know are on the fringe, and we can help them a little more. Yeah, but I know they need that push. So I message him. I say, "Hey, man, like you know, you, you didn't do this, but we asked you to, or you missed this." And I got a message back. Uh, whatever. Thank you for your reply. Please text me at this. <laughs> What, what, what are we even doing here? Just turn it off. Just, just yeah, turn, it, turn it off. Turn it off. You're turn not that off. busy. You're not that big. It's not like you're Grant Cardone and he doesn't even have bots. Like, give me a break. That's, that's, yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm with you, brother. Um, okay. So number one, number one, which is one, they're all number ones, social media. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. What is this social media shit? It could really take off, you know, and if it does, it could change a lot of things like the internet. <laughs> social media. Okay. So if you are not on social media and you are not posting on social media, you are irrelevant, irrelevant. right? Yeah. Yeah. You're already out of the game. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that just to recap, because we did mention this in the first episode, give a snapshot of what you should be doing on a daily basis. You not a hired company on social go so much. So <laughs> the, the number one thing you have to understand is uh, whoever has the most conversations wins. That's how, that's how it goes in this game. 
And you can, either work, you can either work the hard way or the smart way in this case. And the hard way is having one-to-one -one conversations with everybody that you run into, right? Whether it be like the golf course, the pub, the bar, the theater, the this, the whatever. There's business in all of those places, 100%. But that's a one-to-one -one conversation. That's hand-to-hand -hand combat. That's a lot of time and effort. Yeah. Once you master social media, you're having conversations of one-to-many. So every single thing you communicate goes out to 100, 1,000, 10,000 people, whoever's watching. And that's the beauty of this, is you can literally talk to so many people with one conversation, and then you're saving for free. Your time. You're, you're for free. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're literally leveraging your, your talent is what you're leveraging, and you're leveraging the conversations. So the thing you should be doing every day on social media, 100%, without question, and let me, you know me, man, here's come like my wheel. <laughs> but I see this all the time too. People, they, yeah. <laughs> I see people all the time. They're like, oh, I burnt out of social media. I need a break. I need a break. I'm turning it off for a week. I'm blah, 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 blah. Those people, no offense to them, but they are using social media as a toy and not a tool. And they don't understand. You would never turn your CRM off for a week, right? No. You never turn your prospecting out in person off for a week, ever. Or yeah. a month, like a month. I'm like, whoa, where'd you go? Right. So they got caught in the social media trap. So if you use it strictly as a tool and you do the things that we're talking about, we'll tell you here to do, uh, you will never get sick of it because it will bring you an endless amount of deals and an endless amount of money. So why would you ever turn that off? Right. So first and foremost, the thing you have to do, uh, what you have to understand is it's a tool. So delete all the bullshit. So if you're following uh, celebrities, models, uh, sports people, anybody that you will never do a deal with, delete them because they're going to fill up your feed and waste your time. And then you're going to be 20, 30, 40 minutes before you see anybody who's local to you, right? Because those accounts, those big accounts will show up first. The mean pages, the funny pages, get rid of them, De delete them all. So that's one. Uh, you need to spend, I would say, a minimum of an hour a day interacting with your sphere right so that's stories and posts so not scrolling but interacting take take a second see what you're consuming and make a comment back relevant to that to start a conversation truly yep. interact on there and then you should spend another hour on hashtags and locations to grow your social media sphere so you should be commenting and uh, dming on random accounts to get attention to your account and this is the other part we'll talk about, but if you're posting good quality content, these random people will show up in your account. They'll be like, oh, I like what you're doing here. And then they'll follow you. You follow them back. You make a friend. You got new business. Exactly, buddy. Yeah, exactly. You're attracting. You're attracting, right? 100%. Content that's leaning against the ladder that's leaning against the right wall, not the wrong wall. And, you know, it's crazy. I've added so many followers to my account since I started doing reels. Like just, just random one take reels and something, you know, you got to have your spidey sense up because everything that happens in your day could be a reel, right? That could be a value. So if you're in a situation, you got to be thinking, man, I could post this. I could make a reel out of this, right? Even if you're talking, like I made a reel about uh, leads being seeds, like leads are, are people, they're buyers, but they're seed. you got to water the seeds or seeds. And I said it to an agent in a, in a combo. And all of a sudden I did a reel on it, like the next the, that afternoon and boom, I had like 5,000 views in, in an hour. It was nuts. That's where am I going to be able to preach to that kind of audience in a one-to-one? -one? You can't, it's one to many 
always. And you, if you're, that's why, if you're irrelevant, if you're not doing this stuff on social media, you're irrelevant. Don't, don't hire someone to do it for you. Do your own. It's got to be about you, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred million percent. It's got to be about you. And um, yeah, like you just, you have to make it real for people that when they're looking at it, they're like, I like this person. I want to engage with this person. Yep. And if you're not putting your picture and your video out there, and like what we were talking about, like the reel that you made, my best advice to everybody is do it now, right? Like do it now. So um, I was talking to Jit the other day and uh, we helped him close a deal and he was like super pumped, right? This is out in BC, helped him close a deal. And uh, you know, this agent went from, little deals before us and now he's doing quite well he's gonna icon and uh when i jumped in on the deal because he was asking like you know what should i have done in this situation and i walked him through it and he was had little like kitten gloves on and i basically showed him how to bring the claws out <laughs> and uh he's like holy shit you could just say that to somebody i'm like i'm sugarcoating this for you because i know you can't talk like i talk <laughs> i go i go i'm giving you like the the, the mickey mouse version of this right <laughs> and um then when he said it back, he's like, holy shit, that worked. I go, I know it works. Of course it works, right? And he's like, man, like I was doing good, but now I realize I have so much to learn. He goes, I need to tune in more with what you're doing. Yeah. And I said, sure. And then, so we, we, we got the deal closed on that one. Then these people circle back with some other really stupid bullshit on a home inspection. And they sent it in an email, right? And he's like, how should I respond to this? So I responded for him. And he's like, I can't send that. <laughs> well, then doctor it up a little if you want to soften it up a bit but but this this is the context you have to go back with right yeah and these people ask for so much stuff it makes no sense so i put the realtor in their place in the email and what happened they asked for 25 grand off right uh for nothing like for and this is a two hundred thousand dollar sale like it's not like it's a big deal right so they're asking for like an over 10 percent discount on a home inspection like there's no fucking way okay wow then after I slapped them, well, slapped them through him, um, they came back with a $5,000 and a $5,000 home inspection uh, credit, right? And so this sale was, imagine this went from $200,000 negotiated down to 193. Uh, and then they asked for 25,000 off. And then now they're coming back with, okay, give us 5,000 and we'll, we'll take the deal. And I said, counter them full price. And they're like, well, how do we counter full price? We agreed to 193. I said, I know what they're going to do that like you have to be playing chess here, right? Yeah. I go, what they're going to do is they're going to cancel the deal. They're going to let it expire. And then they're going to come back after it's expired within one or two days. And then they're going to write you the 187, the 5,000 less. Yeah. So if you counter them 200,000 on their home inspection, which is full list price above what you agreed to with the contract, you're letting them know that if they come back, to go fuck themselves and they're got no they're not getting any discount. Yep. He's like, you can just do that. I'm like, I'm telling you, you can't. I'm telling you to do this. Do this yeah. now. Yeah, and yeah. Like, they signed the deal with two thousand dollars off. Yeah. For twenty five thousand down to two thousand deal. Yeah. Back. And you know what? If they want it, they're gonna buy it, right? They're just playing chess with you. And if you're you got your kitten gloves on, you're gonna lose the chess match, right? I remember years ago, uh, an agent in our market, very big, well-to-do, Royal Page guy. Um, my first interaction with him was way was not as good as my second. My second, uh, I, I ended up button heads with this guy, and I remember 
uh, the second time I got paired with them at the Royal LePage Foundation golf tournament. So now I'm with him the whole day, right? And when we first met, he, I had a listing, my friend's mom's house, and he did a home inspection on it. And he said, hey, I'm just sending you an amendment. And I said, for what? And he goes, 5,000 off because the AC is old and it's going to need replaced. And I said, well, is it working right now? And he goes, it is. And I go, well, what's the problem? And he goes, well, they're going to need to replace it. I go, I don't give a shit. I said, I'll tell you what, you have five minutes to send me the waiver. Otherwise, I'm putting this thing back on the market in 10. Are we clear? And I hung up on him. Calls me back and he goes, I'm just sending you the waiver. And I'm like, great. Thanks, man. And he goes, and I, I swear to man, I was maybe two years in the business, but I got this type of mentality, right? And, uh, you know, you just put everybody on your back and carry them into battle. And he goes, you know, he goes, you're going to be a good agent one day. And he goes, most agents would have just done the deal. And you didn't, you went for the relationship. And I said, fucking right, man. Like, honestly, you're trying to like, you got to know where I came from. I'm not, if I'm going into the corners with you, I'm coming out. You're not. And that's the way I operate. Right. I mean, I probably wouldn't come out if you were in the corner, but I got better. Uh-huh. I can skate circles around you. So that's irrelevant. But, but what <laughs> I'm saying is, is that, you know, you can't go into battle with kitten gloves on, right? You're going to lose every single time guys yeah. like you and me and other guys we know are going to walk all over you. Oh, and that's not good for your relationship as an agent with your buyer or seller, right? And I'll, I'll tell you, so, so here's, here's the, this example. I'll tell you the words that were used and how I knew that this agent was getting played 100%, okay. right? So they, they, they put in the, the, where am I at with this deal again? Yeah, the, um, this is the, because the negotiation was horrible too. So this is past negotiation, signed deal, home inspection time. So when we got the $25,000 home inspection uh, credit request, I said, okay, well, what did you tell them, right? Like, like specifically the words that you used, I need to know the words that you said and how you said them because I need to know where we're at in this deal. And he said, I told the other agent that we have a lot of interest in this property and there's a lot of people circling around and that if they don't waive, that we're probably going to get another deal. I said, you already lost, dude. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, if you said that to me, I would laugh at you and send you a $50,000 repair request. Yeah. Right? You yeah. have interest, people circling around? No. Yeah. I, go, yeah. Here, I go, here's how you word that. Same thing, different words. I said, you talk to the other agent, you get them on the phone. This is a better as a phone call. And you say, listen, I need you to send me the non-waiver right now. We have a better offer than yours. We want to take it. We're no longer interested in working with you. Please send us the non-waiver before uh, before the deal expires. Yeah. Two totally different conversations. Totally different conversations. Yeah. No, absolutely not. But do you put the fear of loss in them? A hundred percent. We don't have interested people circling around. Fuck you. I don't want your deal no more. Yeah. Beat it. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking this other deal. <laughs> right? Two, two totally different conversations. Yeah. hundred percent. But now we're talking 10% of the price of the house. Yeah. 10, that's a big deal. Imagine this house is a million dollars and they ask for a hundred grand. Yeah. 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 Totally. So I don't know how, I don't know how we got onto this. 
<laughs> we were talking uh, about social media being number one, but that's true. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Good value for people. Good value. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, make sure you go in with your Wolverine Clause when you are negotiating in a professional, respectful manner. But be smart about it and think before you act. Uh, it's really cool. Okay, so we're getting close to the end here. Uh, I got my pro tip bonus number one A. That's Sean's favorite thing that if you do this this year, you are going to crush it. And it is time blocking. Yeah. There goes the neighborhood. Woohoo. Sean is going to, Sean, okay, for those of you who don't know, Sean does not time block. Well, he kind of does, but he's got blocks of time throughout the day to do stuff. He doesn't block those in specific time areas okay let me reframe because you do i do time block i do, I do blocks of time yeah <laughs> but i think it's really important because you know as we get busy uh people let things fall by the wayside right like you could be prospecting every day and then all of a sudden you got all these things going on and then you don't prospect right and then all of a sudden when all those things dry up your shit dries up because you stopped prospecting because you didn't assign time for it during the day, whether it's a, a fixed time from nine to 12 every morning or whenever it is in the evening, when you got time to be on social media, you should still make sure you commit to that block every day. Um, you said earlier in the podcast, and I totally agree with this and I preach this, whoever talks to the most people wins, Right. So make sure you have a block of time during the day. You're going to be talking to people during the day, but thoughtful, meaningful conversations with people during the day. When are those happening? Is there a better time? Yeah, in the evening when people are around their phones and they're not working. So if you're not one that wants to block off time in the evening to touch people, then guess what? It's like being a door knocker. It's like, I don't want to door knock. Well, <laughs> that's a mindset. So I, I like that the scheduling of your priorities, uh, me personally, I like to get up early and do shit before noon. And then noon after I got all the time in the world to do stuff. Right. But I know that by noon, I've got those things done, those certain priorities. Um, so, yeah. And I mean, if you want to talk a little bit about how you prioritize your schedule, cause it's always a moving schedule, right? Mine's a moving target for sure. Yeah. Like, for example, today, I like to do the same thing. I like to do, like, my, my work in the morning, my busy work in the morning. Yeah. I like to get my social media out of the way in the morning. I like to get my posts out in the morning if I can um, and all that kind of stuff. But today, I had uh, a stupid fucking course. You know me, I hate courses. One of those mandatory courses I had to do. Uh, so I had a course in the morning, and then I had to go and drop a lockbox off, um, uh, a lot sure, you should be you should be outsourcing that no <laughs> well I, I should yeah, yeah you know, to be honest i really should some boxes. guilty over here. guilty over here too don't worry okay. the, the lock boxes but like it is like a like a last touch with the homeowner right before you go listing before you go live so I'm, I'm kind of okay with those um but i also had a listing presentation right down the road as well so you know i've already that a course, lockbox, and listing presentation before most people even fucking kiss the morning. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. So, uh, you know, had I had, you know, every day, Monday to Friday, 9 to 11, I do this. If, if that was my thing, then I, I wouldn't have done this, right? Yeah. But that 9 to 11, 
uh, my today is fucked for me. Like I didn't even have time for this to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me neither, man. I'm so, I'm on fire right now. Like, but you got to make the time, right? Yeah. So like, I'll be probably 10, 11 o'clock at night. I'll be doing the stuff that I should have been doing in the morning because it's yeah. that's when I have time to do it. Yep. Yeah. No. You, and like I said, like like you. Yeah, I do have time blocks during my day or during my week, but you know, I have a bunch of calls that I need to make, and they're all going to be tonight between seven thirty and nine thirty when I'm sitting in my car waiting for my son while he's on the ice. I'm in my car doing work. Um, I, I, I just have too much on my plate. So you got to make sure that, you know, you can chunk that stuff into certain areas where you know you're going to have the time to do it. Because like I mentioned on our uh, clubhouse room this morning, by the way, uh, there's a little time to, to let you guys know every morning, uh, uh, one okay. Tuesday mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Uh, Mountain, uh, 7 a.m. Pacific. Uh, we that's crazy. We're we're across the country, man. I got to know all these time zones. I get all mixed up all the time. Don't except ask for, me to go east, except for Central. I mean, who 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 even works there? Yeah, yeah, except for Central. Um, we're on Clubhouse. We have a room. Check us out. Just search Sold School uh, Real Estate. Uh, we're in there. We had a great chat this morning uh, in there, and you know, we we talked about a lot of, of different things, but. I think, you know, you really need to make sure that you are scheduling your priorities and what you need to know are what are your priorities, right? People don't know what their priorities are. I mean, if I ask 10 people what their purpose in life is, I'll bet you nine of them couldn't tell you, right? And if you don't know that, figure it out. But this will, this will lead me to the last point uh, that I think is really cool uh, that it will help you crush it this year and keep you on track is how you start your day. It's a morning routine. And if you don't have one, then create one because that morning routine should consist of motivation, physical fitness. You got to break a sweat in the morning before you start your day. Meditation for some of us. I have a infrared sauna in my house, lucky enough. So I'm able to take saunas in the morning. I'm able to work out. I read a lot. Sean doesn't, but I do. I'm in a 52 book and 52 week challenge right now. And I've read some pretty cool shit. I'm not going to lie. And I'm always up for book recos. So anything you got, you think I should read, send it over. I'm on the Goodreads app, but Sean, like morning routines, man, you bundle yours in with your real estate one-on-ones. Yeah. By going to the gym and using the gym as a place to talk to people about real estate while you work out. Oh yeah, dude. And, and let my dog out in the morning. Like you, yeah. should, always be on. you should, you should always be on. Yeah. Yeah. Always. And you know, on that point, I'm two hours ahead of Sean. And so there's times where he calls me at like five 30 in the morning, his time. 7 30 my time and he's walking on the treadmill warming up or he's doing leg presses or squats <laughs> like, bro what are you doing you're like out of breath i'm at the gym like, yeah. <laughs> i'm at the gym Gym, but the gyms are locked down. I know. I'm at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you can either find a way or you can find an excuse. It's up to you. 100%. I love that. And on that note, we're going to sign off. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We really enjoyed your time. And uh, stay tuned. We're on here every week. So uh, appreciate you guys. Also, if you got any uh, um, uh, things you want to talk about, just DM us. Follow us on Instagram. It's all in the uh, the description below. Uh, sold school podcast uh, myself sean you can get in touch with us anyway and uh, we'll catch you on the next one take care
Awesome. See you guys.